0: What is up, everybody? My name is Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me Em. I am obsessed with all things spirituality, business, and personal growth. I started the Empower With Em podcast at 21 years old whilst I was studying my masters of architecture at uni. It is fair to say that this podcast catapulted my life in a direction I never imagined possible. Soon after starting this podcast, I dropped out of my degree quit my nine-to-five, and started my own business, and in just eight months of starting, became a six-figure CEO. Inside of this podcast, I share insights into the realities of being a 20-something-year-old CEO, along with actionable tips to help you unlock your true potential and create a soul-aligned and impactful life and business. So pull up a seat, put on your headset, and get ready to get empowered ladies and gentlemen the empower with M podcast is back we talk a little bit of a break there and look i will be going into much more detail um with you guys about why i had to take a break from podcasting for a short while there um but please know the explanation will come in due time however it's the 6th of March today, which means two days ago, it was my 25th birthday. So I was like, every single year, I do a birthday special. So what better way to bring back the podcast than to do a 25th birthday special, right? Like, let's start this This rebirth of episodes on such a high note because there is going to be a lot of heavy conversations that are going to be coming to you guys in solo episodes um, from this point forward and that's because... Um, I went through some shit. (laughs) I'll be honest with you. I went through some serious shit in 2022, particularly towards the end of 2022. Um, And I uh, I want to unpack that stuff with you guys, but we're not going to unpack that today. What we're going to unpack instead is some of the biggest lessons that I learned from being 24 years old and what my intention is now that I'm stepping into chapter 25. Okay, so I started recording and then I totally realized that the light was not on on my microphone. So if you've just noticed a slight shift in the audio, not sure if it's going to be very obvious, but if you've just noticed a slight shift in the audio, that is why. Now, before we dive into obviously the lessons and the learnings of this episode, I want to start off By just sharing with you guys how incredible my 25th birthday celebrations actually were. And I'll be honest with you, I think this was the best fucking birthday of my entire life. And you can hear the fucking excitement in my voice, guys. Like, I shit you not, I've been on cloud nine, like, the past few days. Every single time I think back to my birthday, people I shared it with, all of it I'm just filled with so much gratitude and, and just like joy again and even beyond like my celebrations themselves but even just the love that I received from every single one of you on my Instagram community I just want to say I hope you're receiving the love back. I hope that you're feeling that from me in this episode on my socials and the messages and the comments that I've left for you guys as well because I really truly am grateful to have every single one of you in this journey with me, and I love being able to celebrate and share these life milestones with you guys as well. So in terms of what I did for my 25th birthday, 25th twenty fifth birthday. Wow. Uh, first and foremost, I went and bought myself a gold chain. Okay. So it was Friday. My birthday was Saturday. Now I was bedridden all week, all week. And I was only finally able to get out of bed like Thursday, Friday, I was feeling better. Um, and so I knew I had to cancel my original party that I had planned for the Saturday, which was going to be a pool party. And so I was like, okay, Emily, well, you're not doing the pool party anymore. Start to think about what you'd like to do to celebrate instead. And so I started off by going down to the chemist to get myself some cold and flu syrup because I wanted to get the snot out of my nose. Um, So I went down to the chemist, but then the jewelry store caught my eye. Now, I went down to the jewelry store and I was having a look at the window and there was this really beautiful chain that stood out to me. I went in, I tried it on, But I don't know, it just didn't 100% in my gut say like buy it. There was something niggling holding me back. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to go and check out the other jewelry store since I'm here anyway and I'm having a little bit of a window shop. I may as well. And I went in there and I found a very similar chain but slightly different to the one that was in the other store and I tried it on and I just knew like I had to get it for myself. It was probably like four times what the original one cost. So it was you know, a lot more than I was expecting to spend on myself, but I was like, it's your birthday and you're only 25 months, so just do it. Now I'm wearing the chain right now, it's a really beautiful um, pencil chain, uh, pa- sorry paper clip chain, that's what they call it because they look like little gold paper clips looping all the way around connecting with each other to form a chain. And you guys know like I wear a lot of gold, if you see me on my socials I love wearing gold. Now pretty much all of the gold that I've ever owned has always been gifted to me. Maybe it was gifted from family, maybe it was gifted from my exes, like whoever it may have been, everyone except for me has seemed to buy me gold. And now um, obviously, you know, I've just come out of a relationship a couple months ago and I'm really trying to step into uh, this era of independence, you know, this era of being my own person and um, unapologetically making decisions for myself and I thought what better way to celebrate turning 25 and stepping into this depth of independence than by gifting myself a chain a gold chain that can be a symbol of that independence right so that's where it started I walked out of the store. I felt so good having bought that chain. And there was not, even now, there's still not an inkling, a doubt around having invested in that for myself. And I say invested in it because it is an investment, right? It's shifting um, the way that I'm showing up and my energy. And personally, I just believe that anything that does that is an investment into yourself. So that was my little gift to me. And then, as I mentioned, my pool party got canceled or I decided to cancel that because energetically, like having been sick for a whole week, I'm not about to chuck on a bikini, stand in the sun all day and jump in and out of the pool. Like that's just not happening. So instead I was like, okay, I still want to do something with friends at night to obviously celebrate and really anchor in this day with people that I love, but I'm going to spend the first half of the day just again, stepping into this independence really like giving myself space for me, right? So I decided to sleep in, then when I decided to jump out of bed, I figured, let's go get a coffee and let's go down to um, the spot at the spit that I really like to, the spit is a beach, that I really like to go to and just chill out at and spend some me time. And that's what I did. I took down a book and a journal, um, but mind you, I didn't end up doing any of that because I was sitting there responding to a lot of birthday wishes for most of the time I was there, but then also just sitting in contemplation for a little bit as well and just really having that space to myself in the morning um, to take it slow and easy. And then I came home, went to the sauna to again sort wet the last little bit of my flu out um and then my best friend arrived and we spent um lunch together um and then started to get ready for the night now this is where my birthday celebrations start to get really fun okay i had my wolf gang my wolf gang they're my um they're my friends they're my really good friends. Uh, we all met at the dog park um, so we all you know are connected by that mutual love and appreciation for dogs. Um, but they've been really they've been an anchor for me you know through a lot of what I've gone through in recent time. Um, and so I wanted to celebrate my birthday with them, you know spend time with them um, as well as my best girlfriends. Um, and so they all came over. We had some sunset drinks at the apartment here. Um, You know, sat on the balcony, had some laughs, listened to music. I got on the bubble. You know, I was most certainly, you know, on the closer side to being drunk than tipsy by the time we finally left for dinner. But then we went and went out for dinner. It was just a really nice little bistro in Southport near where I live, walking distance. Um, And the atmosphere, like the vibes were immaculate, guys. I fucking love saying that. The vibes were immaculate, okay? I was laughing nonstop. I literally could not wipe a smile off my face. I was just so grateful to be surrounded by the exact people that I was surrounded by in that moment. Um... And then two of the guys from the dog park, they organized the most beautiful little gift for me. And I'm telling you, I had no intentions of doing a cake with anyone. My best friend had asked me, do you want me to get a cake and we can, you know, do a cake with everyone while they're at the apartment. And in my mind, I was like, no, I don't want to do a cake. I'm 25, I'm going to be embarrassed if everyone sings to me. But deep down the inner child in me always fucking wants a cake. And so even though I had said no to organizing it, now my best friend did not say anything to these boys, but these boys know the challenges that I have gone through. um, And I truly, truly believe they just want to see me happy. And so um, the two of them came out from behind me with a cake to surprise me. Everyone was singing me happy birthday. And I had never felt so much genuine just joy and gratitude for something so simple and because for me that that represents so much more than a cake right because I've been friends with this group for less than a year you know maybe like six months I've really been friends with them um and maybe only like the last four four, four 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 five months I'd say four to five we've really been intentionally spending time as a collective um and there's more around this I might share in the future but you know, having spent such a short timeline with these people, yet I feel like I've known them for a lifetime and um, to see how much they genuinely do care for me, I think that's really what made my birthday what it was. So that's what we did we went there had dinner celebrated together spent that time together and then we moved on to a bar for some drinkies and then we all sort of like went off in different directions and now this is again like one of the absolute highlights of my birthday and the reason this is is because of how young and free i truly felt in these moments of celebration now um there's probably going to be a little bit of tmi that goes on here so sorry we're taking the professional hat off for a moment um but essentially one of my really good friends who is someone who's very dear and i have a lot of love for him and we have a very beautiful and unique relationship with each other he had fireworks now if you're listening to this and you're a police officer he did not have fireworks but if you're listening to this and you're just someone who wants to laugh, he had fireworks. And so we went down to uh, one of the soccer fields that's a really open space. This is at 11 p.m. at night and we lit them up. And I'm telling you guys, it was just the most fun experience ever. I love fireworks, but I have never experienced fireworks on my birthday because who the fuck has fireworks going off on the 4th of march that is no occasion other than my birthday of course but it's no public occasion for that and to have done that with them it was just so wild so fun so free and then to top it off I went and dragged my special friend over into a garden and we decided to uh, do the dirty deeds under the moonlight, under the trees, like just living fucking life to the fullest. I'm telling you, this year is a year of fucking experiences for me. A year to just be young, carefree, to just have experience after experience after experience and just live so in the moment. And I'll tell you what... That's exactly what my 25th birthday was. So I hope that, like, you know, you can hear the excitement in my voice and I hope that, you know, you've loved listening to this story about my birthday celebrations. But above anything, like, I wanted to record this in this moment because I want to look Thanks, Siri. I'm glad you think that's nice to hear. (laughs) My watch goes off. Um, I wanted to record this because I want to be able to listen back to these episodes even in five or ten years' time when I'm doing my 35th birthday, you know, reflection episodes. And I want to be able to remember these core memories, these core moments that I've had in my life. And I want to be able to share that with you guys as well because I want you to see me for more than just the business person I am but actually understand, like, the lifestyle that I want, the experiences I want, the the, the fun things that I enable to happen in my life as well. So that was my 25th birthday celebrations. Now, I realize I've been talking for 10 minutes already, so I need to start transitioning into the depth of this episode. But obviously, 25 has started on a really, really high note. And I think another reason why this is so massive for me is because I was going through my phone and I was looking at photos that I took from um, like my 24th birthday, my 23rd birthday, and my 22nd birthday. And I always do a birthday post on my social media. And I realized just how not myself I was for my 24. Between turning 23 and turning 25, I experienced a really fucking dark void in my life. A really dark void in my life. Now, 24 became the most challenging year of my life on an emotional, spiritual, and mental level. And as a result of it being so challenging in those areas, it also became really challenging for me in business as well right? And so to have stepped into this new year of life on a completely different high that I could not have even imagined a couple months ago, like that that means a lot to me, right? So I want to briefly reflect on the past 12 months and what 24 sort of looked like for me. Now, as I said, it was the most challenging year of my life emotionally, spiritually, and mentally. I was in a relationship that was not serving me, a relationship that started so passionate and beautiful and then just turned into something that was so toxic for the both of us. Now, as a result of everything I was going through in my personal world, I couldn't grow to the levels of business that I really desired to be at. Right, And so as a result, my business maintained across the year. And that's not a bad thing at all. In fact, now I look back on it, that's what exactly I needed in order to be able to focus the energy and intention into my personal life. So my business maintained um, because of this intense transformation that I had to go through on a personal level first. And it's really amazing because immediately having come out of that personal transformation, my business grew by two, three times with ease. So sometimes we have to go through that. Sometimes we have to just ride that wave through of those challenges and those um, personal transformations we need to go through in order to then see that abundance and that uh, physical transformation manifest in all other areas of our life as well. Now, the intention of this episode isn't to dive into these personal challenges that I experienced across the age of 24. Um, In fact, there's been many, many reasons why I've held back from diving into them yet on the podcast. And um, these personal challenges I went through are actually the very reason why I haven't been podcasting, because I haven't felt safe to be able to speak about these things on my podcast. Um, So after this episode, like moving into the next solo episodes I do, I really am going to start to open up about those experiences on here moving forward, because there is so much to share and so much that you guys can learn from that. Um, But I've just had to give a bit of space for me to figure out like how and when I want to go about that. But as I said, the age of 24, it became the biggest learning experience, the biggest self-transformation experience of my life, okay, because of this massive dark void that I really stepped into. Um, But I truly, truly believe that I had to go through that void in order to find this new light that is now in my life. And we'll dive deeper into that in coming episodes. But what I want to focus on now is um, shining a bit of light on some of the biggest lessons that being 24 taught me before we start to look at um, my intentions for this new year. So the first lesson that 24 taught me is to never allow anyone to make me believe that I am not good enough or worthy enough, or strong, or capable, or independent, right? And for 12 months too long, I allowed that to be the case. I allowed someone outside of myself to really beat down my confidence, beat down my self-belief, change my perception of myself, and allow me to think that I'm not good enough. I'm never going to be good enough or I'm never going to be worthy enough, or I can't be an independent, capable, strong person, that I must always depend on someone else in order to get anywhere, and the reality is that's not the truth, is it? I know before I turned 24, there was a a level of confidence, self-worth, of strength, of courage, of independence that I radiated, but I lost that along the way, and um, so one of the first lessons that being 24 taught me was to never allow anyone to take that away from me again. Now the second lesson that chapter 24 taught me is to always trust my gut because my gut is always gonna be right, okay? Even if it doesn't make logical sense, I need to listen. I need to listen to that inner guidance, that inner wisdom that is speaking to me. Now I don't know too much about human design, but I know a little bit, okay? And I know enough to know that I am um, emotionally guided, right? Which means my intuition is very strong. My intuition knows what is best for me. My gut is gonna be the thing that um, drives my decisions. But across the age of 24, I lost sight of that. I stepped way too much into my logical mind, right? For the many different reasons that caused me to do that. And I would overthink everything. I would get a feeling in my gut that there was something I needed to do, a decision that I had to make, but I wouldn't listen to that feeling. I would overanalyze, I would overthink. I would get too stuck into my logical mind that I would then be paralyzed, right? Because there was this conflict going on between my inner wisdom and that logical mind that was trying to tell me what I should do versus what I knew I should do, right? So a lesson that 24 taught me that is gonna really travel with me in this next year of my life is to always trust my gut. Always trust that inner compass. And even if it doesn't make logical sense, know that if I lean into it, it will begin to make that sense and, and, and be clearer to me um, the more I do so. Now, to follow on from that, the next lesson that being 24 taught me is that it's okay to be selfish and to fuck anyone who says otherwise, okay? I'm going to say that louder again because I feel like there's someone sitting on this episode listening to this who needed to hear what I needed to hear when I was going ex- going through this and that is... It is okay to be selfish, babe. And fuck anyone who says otherwise. The amount of times that I got called a selfish fucking bitch at the age of 24, right, from someone who I never expect to be spoken to like that from before. I got told that so many times that it reached a point where I believed it. I believed that making decisions that were in the best interest of me was being selfish because I was putting myself before someone else. That I was being selfish if I was choosing to focus on my business, my career, healing myself instead of focusing on them. That's a massive lesson that I learned is that if if I'm not being selfish, then I'm never going to be able to give to anyone else anyway. So if anything, it's in the best interest of everyone around me for me to be selfish as fuck. Right, because I cannot pour from an empty cup and I'm telling you what, my cup had been empty for 12 months and I was still hopeful that I could pour from it. The reality was that I couldn't. And so it's okay to be selfish. In fact, I want you to be selfish. If you being selfish is you uh, putting yourself first, and ultimately, that's going to be in the best interest of yourself and everyone else, then it is okay to be selfish. Okay? So that was one of the biggest lessons that 24 taught me. And so, again, like that comes back to me, like stepping into this energy of en- independence and uh, and just unapologetically putting myself first as I step into 25, right? Now, another thing that 24 taught me that I have realized has helped me so much already, you know, in the past few months of this year and is going to take me far as a 25-year-old is to not attach yourself to potential, but rather to remain grounded in the present. Now, something that I am notorious for, and maybe this is the Pisces in me, but something I am notorious for is to fantasize, to take something small and expand the potential of what it can be and over romanticize it in my head. Now, in some cases, this will help you in business. like I, and, and for your personal goals, I really feel like this will help you. But when you become blinded by potential that you then don't realize, you're not aware, you can't see, how your reality is actually breaking you down, that's where potential becomes dangerous. And that's what really happened for me within my relationship, okay? I attached myself so much to the potential of what I had in my mind that we could become because of the passion there was at the start. And as a result of that, I wasn't grounded in the present. I was making decisions based off potential. I was making decisions holding on to the past. And that kept me trapped in a present reality that was not serving me in any way, shape or form. And so what I've learned is don't attach yourself to potential. You can get excited about potential, you can romanticize potential, but don't get attached to potential so that potential is distracting you and preventing you from seeing clearly in the present. And that's something I'm going to talk a lot about my dating life in future episodes as well because um, I'm in a really empowering place right now when it comes to my mindset towards um, the relationships that I'm fostering and um, who I'm dating and all of that. And I am excited to share more about that with you guys. But the big thing that is really helping me be empowered in that journey and see clearly in that journey and, and know my priorities in that journey is the fact that I'm no longer fixating on potential when I meet these people or um, with this specific person that I am seeing. Instead of fixating on potential, I focus on being present. I focus on seeing it for what it is here and now, right? Embracing what it is here and now. Making decisions for myself based off where I am here and now. So that's a lesson that I really wanted to share there. Don't attach yourself to potential remain grounded in the present. Now, I've got three more lessons that I want to share with you that 24 taught me, okay? The next one I want to tap into is, again, like connected to um, hardships. Now, we all go through challenges in life and we all are also faced with really hard decisions that we need to make as well. And what the decisions I had to go through in the past year of my life has really taught me is that it's harder to avoid the hard decisions than it is to simply make them. And that time will only make things even harder than they need to be. And I say this because sometimes we know there's a decision we need to make, but we're not ready to make it, right? You can keep waiting to be ready or you can just make the decision anyway because you're never really going to be ready to make the decision. Yes, in time, maybe you'll get pushed closer and closer to your breaking point, which then ultimately makes making that decision almost a non-negotiable, right? It's no longer a choice. It's like, this has to happen. But I dragged out some decisions that I needed to make 12 months longer than, than I, I should have taken to make them. But I don't beat myself up for that because I had to learn that, right? There's an experience that I encountered um, at the end of December in 2021. And in that moment, I knew that was a decision that I needed to make. But I didn't have the courage to make it. So then I gave myself six more months. Oh, I'll just give it time. I'll give it time to see if things change, and then I'll make the decision. I gave it six months. Nothing changed. I gave myself some more time. Oh, I'll give it until another three months. And then another three months became another six months. And ultimately, it ended up being 12 months of emotional turmoil, mental, emotional hardship, challenge like all of it. Because I wasn't willing to make the hard decision that all along I knew I needed to make. I thought that if I avoided the decision, it would be easier. But the reality was. The longer you avoid making those hard decisions, the harder those decisions become physically, emotionally, mentally, environmentally, like all of it, okay? So that was a massive, massive, massive lesson that I had to learn was to just rip the Band-Aid. If you know in your gut that there is a decision that you need to make, stop waiting on it. It's not going to get any easier in another day, in another month, another six months, or even in a year, okay? The moment you make that decision, the moment that you find the courage to follow through with it, is the moment that everything begins to get easier. Okay? Now, we've got two more lessons I wanna share with you. The next lesson really links in, I guess, to a lot of the lessons I have been sharing, and that if that is, If someone or something is costing me my mental and emotional well-being, to cut it out, okay? And that's something that might help you with your decision-making process. What is it costing you to stay where you are right now? For me, I let my emotional, mental, and physical well-being suffer for far too long before realizing that if I just made a simple cut in a certain aspect of my life, everything would fall into place. I would refine myself. I would refine joy. I would refine happiness. I would see the success I wanted to see in my business. Right? But I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that at the time. So now I know that if someone or something is ever costing me my mental, emotional, and physical well being again, then I know I need to cut that person or cut that thing out. Full stop. Now, there's one lesson, and this is the lesson I'm gonna end this little piece on here. There's one lesson that honestly gives me goosebumps to even like think about it. And that lesson is that 24 taught me that I am a fucking strong woman. I am so fucking strong. Like, I think, like, I literally feel like tears welling in my eyes and goosebumps going over my body as I say that. And that's because I reflect on the shit that I went through for 12 consecutive months of my life. Not for one month, for one week, for 12 months of my life. The personal challenges that I went through while still building a six figure business while still holding space and showing up for my clients, for my team, on social media. A lot of people probably didn't even realize that I was in such a dark void across last year. And that is because of the strength that I have within me. And we all have this strength within us. And I I share this because if you need to hear this, know that you are fucking strong as well. All you need to do is realize the strength that you have within you and let it shine through. If I can move through what I moved through, you can move through what you need to move through as well. You can find that same strength within yourself that I found within those 12 months. And that strength doesn't leave you. That strength is there, that strength is you. That was another massive lesson I learned from 24, which is really made me see that anything is so fucking possible for me in this life. In business, in happiness, in finances, in experiences, in all of it. The world is my oyster, right? The world is your oyster. We are such strong, independent beings. It doesn't matter what anyone else says to you. It doesn't matter how someone gaslights you or what someone says to rip you down. If you know within yourself that you are fucking strong and that is always within you and no one can ever take that away from you, you can rise above anything. You can create anything that you want and you desire for your life. So that was the biggest lesson that I took away from 24 is that I am a fucking strong woman and no one can tell me otherwise. And it's because of that that I know chapter 25 is going to be the most incredible year of my life and it's only going to get better and better and better and better from here. So whilst these are the big lessons that I have from chapter 24, there's a couple of celebrations that really came out of that year as well. I know it was a really dark year and it was a really heavy year, a really hard year, but there are still things that I want to celebrate from it. The first being I completed my second year of business which was another six-figure year, despite the personal hardships that I experienced, right? And I achieved this having learned how to better manage my money, how to expand my emotional capacity, how to actually start saving and get myself out of debt, and how to also prioritise lifestyle over hustle. So that I don't burn out like I did in my first year. So my first year of business, we all know I hustled, I succeeded, but I also burnt myself out. My second year of business, I learned how to, you know, succeed whilst also honoring the lifestyle I desired for myself, right? Which has really been incredibly transformative. It was a brilliant year in business, despite everything I experienced in my personal life. Now, the second celebration from chapter 24 was connected to this. I really regained my balance, my balance between work and life once more. And as you guys know, I lost that in my first year. And as a result of losing that, I lost my energy and I lost my confidence in myself and I I lost my, my healthy habits. They were the first things that went. And so across this last year of my life, I've managed to regain all of that. I've gone back to the gym and I finally feel strong and happy and solidified in a in a training routine. I feel so confident and happy within my body and my own skin again. And that was something that for the entirety of 24, I didn't have. It was only these past few months, that final quarter of being 24 where I really started to regain that. One of the biggest celebrations from chapter 24 was that I found the courage and strength to leave a toxic relationship that was ultimately destroying me from the inside out and as I said I'll share more about my personal growth that I made throughout that relationship as well and I do just want to say like you know I'm so grateful for that experience that I had. I don't want to say that one person was to blame for the toxicity of that relationship because a relationship is made up of two people so we both contributed to what it became and even though that person wasn't my forever person they were so instrumental in shaping me into the person that I am now which is something that I'm grateful to have taken out of that relationship but the biggest thing that I want to celebrate from chapter 24 is that I found joy and love for life again and I lost that for so long 12 months too long. And I finally found that again. Every single day I'm filled with gratitude for life. I wake up happy, wake up excited, right? And that was something that I hadn't experienced for so long. I would wake up so many days across that year of being 24 and I would wish I was dead, right? And I don't say that lightly. I'm not someone who has been suicidal or would be suicidal i would never take action on that because i know there is so much more that i want to do with this life that i have but that's how i felt i felt like it would be easier to just not even live right and they were the thoughts that i would think but i found joy i found joy and i found love for life again and that is the most beautiful fucking thing in the world We all have the ability to find that and to have that, and we all deserve that. So I'll share more on my journey of how I did really go through that, um, how I did go about refining that joy and love and desire for life again in later episodes. Now, that's obviously four things that I'm celebrating there. It doesn't look like a long list of celebrations, but I just want you to know that these things are massive. These things are massive for me. Because of the emotional turmoil and the extreme feelings of loss and disconnect from myself that I had to overcome. I didn't know who I was the past 12 months. In fact, I reflect on the past 12 months and I don't even remember what I did in that time. I've done more stuff and I've experienced life more in the past two months than I did in that entire 12-month cycle. And so to have taken these four celebrations away from chapter 24, that is massive for me. It is massive as I step into this new realm of abundance and I realize just how much I have evolved as a woman, as a being, as a spiritual being. And so on that note, I want to just say that I am so proud of my younger self, the 24-year-old me who is still within me as now a version of my inner child. I am so fucking proud of you, Emily. I am so proud of you for not giving up, for continuing forward, for constantly looking for the light at the end of the tunnel, because baby, you have made it. You have fucking made it. And that light is only shining brighter and brighter and brighter with every step that you continue to take. So I'm so proud. Of my 24-year-old self for seeing that year through. Now, with that said, we're 25, 25, 25-25, and honestly, I have a feeling that this is going to be the best year of my life, the best year of my short-lived life so far. And there are really three key things I'm wanting to set the intention for as I step into chapter 25, and the first is to have more travel and experiences and adventures brought into my life. Travel and adventure is something I've always craved and always wanted for myself, but I've never actually fully embraced. And so chapter 25 is the year that I do that, the year that I start to see the world, I start to have more adventures, even in the little everyday's days of my life. The second intention I have for chapter 25 is to create deeper connections and also to redefine what relationships and what each of the relationships mean to me and what they need to look like in my life. I'm really breaking away from this traditional idea of relationships and starting to redefine relationships for myself and um, seeing what beautiful deep connections I can create through this. And I'm grateful to have um, stepped into one of the most soul expansive relationships and beautiful relationships I have had in my life romantically with anyone. Um, I'm really grateful to be in that right now for what it is and and enjoying it and soaking it up in this moment and um, exploring what that connection looks like and means like to me. But I'm even just as excited to see what other connections and relationships are going to step into my life in this year as well. And then thirdly, this is a big intention. This is an intention that I'm really going to stand strongly by for chapter 25. And that is to put myself and my goals first always. To be selfish in that sense. To be so focused on and clear on what I desire for my life that I ensure that every decision I make, every person I meet, Right? Everything that plays a role in this journey is in alignment with where I want to be. So this is, this is the year that I put myself first. I unapologetically focus on myself and my goals and what I want for my life. And so with that said, I'm going to wrap up this episode here because it's been longer than I expected it to be, but I feel like this is everything that I wanted to share with you guys, especially for this reintroductory episode that we're doing. So I just want to say one final thank you to everyone who directly and indirectly supported me across that 24th year of my life. It was a massive one and it was not an easy one, that is for sure, but I had an incredible team of people to lean on. I had my beautiful team members, Emmy in particular. Shout out to you, Emmy, who is my right-hand woman in my business. Um, She supported me so much on the business side of things, helping carry so much weight within the business that – allowed me a little bit more space to focus on myself. I wanna thank my mentors who supported and coached me through each of those hardships, there were many of them, um, who supported me in that, there was Jess who had um, supported me with my business, there was Maggie who supported me with my spirituality, there was Brooke who um, also supported with me with my spirituality for a while there um, and there was also Sarah who coached me through my fitness um, side of things and there were a couple of others, um, Bree, Bree also helped me with my fitness as well early on Um, But then also every single coach within, like, my network as well. I've got so many beautiful friends who are coaches, like Amar, Cass, um, David, Luke. Like, the list just goes on and on and on and on and on. Montana, oh, my gosh, Montana, one of the biggest anchors for me in my coaching network. And everyone else, right? There's so many of you within this coaching space that I'm so grateful to call my friends. So if I didn't say my name, please, if I didn't say your name, please know It's not because I've forgotten you, it's because the list is just so long. My best friends, fuck my best friends, they were incredible, incredible supports for me across that year. I honestly, I couldn't be there for my friends across that whole year. And I wasn't the best person to be around either and it makes me sad to say that now, like it genuinely brings tears to my eyes. But my friends were so supportive of me, Jess, Maddie, my sister Lil. They're my three biggest anchors, my three closest friends. And they guided me so much, so much through that year. There's my woof gang, my woof gang, my dog park friends. Oh, they saved me in ways that I didn't know I needed to be saved. There's my mom, there's my dad, my dad who opened his doors for me to come back home in a time of need. The list just goes on and on and on and on. I'm so grateful for everyone within my immediate network who has supported me. And again, if I haven't said your name, please know
1: that I see you and I am
0: grateful for you nonetheless. But even all of you who are just in in my social media community, my clients, my client community, every single one of you, I am so damn grateful for the role that you directly or indirectly played in my journey across last year. And I'm so grateful to be stepping into this next chapter with each and every single one of you also. So with that said, I end this episode with a grateful and love-filled heart. And I step into chapter 25, ready to share that love and that gratitude with every single person who crosses my way. Whether that just be here on the podcast, whether that be inside of my coaching world, or whether that be as friends. I cannot wait to see what these next 365 days have to hold. So thank you for this. Le- thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for being on this journey with me, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. So that's a wrap on another episode of the Empower With M em podcast. If you want more from me, then make sure you come say hi over on Instagram at Empower With M and let me know your thoughts on this episode. And if you love the podcast, then don't forget to leave a five-star rating and review to help us grow this platform. Now, before you go, I'm going to leave you with one final question to sit with and take action on stepping away from today's episode. How can you go out into the world today and do something small that will empower those around you in some way? Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming along, and I will see you next episode.